0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning where we discuss all things movies, reviews, rankings, updates, and all of that good stuff. But today we're going to be discussing some TV. Once again, we've got a really big TV. Of course, WandaVision premiering a couple days ago. And also the third episode, again, premiering in a couple of days. I cannot wait for that. But let's. But today I'm going to be jumping back a little bit, sort of. Because today I'm going to be ranking all 12 upcoming Marvel, Marvel Studios Disney Plus shows. From the one I'm most, I'm least excited for for the one I'm most excited for. Now, I was hoping to do this around the time the Disney Investors Day happened. Nearly a month and a half ago now, I believe. December 7th or something. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to make that happen. Which is really disappointing because now we've had WandaVision and I just kind of forgot to make this ranking so now since wandavision's already started i feel like people are in the hype of like you know these mcu disney plus shows so i'm gonna rank all 12 upcoming ones of course not including wandavision because it's kind of already started so it'd be unfair to rank it because i might put it a lot a lot higher now than i would have before because now i know a little bit so i'm a little more intrigued but anyways with that said i'm just gonna get started Ranking these all twelve upcoming Marvel Studios Disney Plus shows, not including WandaVision, it's already premiered, from the one I'm least excited for to the one I'm most. So let's start off at number twelve. Coming in my number twelve is I Am Groot. This is going to be a Marvel Studios Marvel Studios shorts um, series where you know we have a bunch of shorts pretty much compiled together to make. You know, a season of TV, I'm guessing. And it's apparently going to be animated. I could be wrong about that. But all those things combined, I feel like this is going to be one that's going to be very much targeted towards really young audiences. Because it's animated. It's going to be shorts. And anything with shorts, I feel like is so insignificant that I'm not too interested in it. If it's a short film, yeah, I'll watch it. But if it's a bunch of shorts relating to something just made for children, like those get really annoying to me. I really don't like watching those, so... Um, Yeah, I'm not really too excited for this. I'm not a fan that they decided to make this show, but I mean, I guess I'll check it out. I'm pretty much going to have to see. This is the one that I'm by far the least interested in. Actually, before we move on, I should also stress that this is projects, not necessarily just series, because some people would say those set of shorts aren't series. They would say that the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special isn't technically a series. I would. It kind of depends on pretty much how you interpret it, so I'm adding those. But coming into my number 11 is going to be Ironheart. Now, the thing is, I feel like this show is exactly the type of show that I always get annoyed when they make. And that's when they take a character who's really, really popular and then make a, the, make a counterpart to them that's of the, of the opposite gender. And I really, really don't like that because, of course, for example, we have Hulk. Now, they're doing She-Hulk. If they had, like, Black Widow, for example, and they decide to make a male version of that character, I would hate that because there's no point in doing that because it's essentially the same character as long as the, char- like the actual characteristics are really, really different. It's always going to feel redundant. That's how I think Ironheart's going to feel because even from the synopsis they gave us, it just feels so similar that I feel like, again, this was kind of pointless, especially when they have another show coming out which seems a bit more interesting to me, basically off of the same, you know, concept, and also the same group of characters. So we'll get into that in just a bit. Number 10, what if? Now, I know there are going to be a lot of people who are a lot more excited for this than me, but I'm just excited to have a nice little fun time with this because it's not, it's not going to be too significant. I like that, you know, we have Chadwick Boseman voicing this. will probably be his last thing that he got to voice in the MCU, the trailer they put out for this I thought was great. I love the animation style; it seems very comic booky. And some of the concepts presented, like with Doctor Strange and Iron Man, Peggy Carter being, you know, like um, Captain America or you know Captain Britain or whatever. And but then also on the other, one we have stuff like what was it like Bucky be- fighting his zombie or maybe it was Bucky becoming a zombie? Like, there's like I love that it can tackle different tones. Like, there can be comedic episodes. Or it can be that maybe what if Chadwick, not Chadwick, was it T'Challa got picked up by Yondu? So there can be comedic episodes. Some episodes set in space. Some episodes just set, you know, in a train, like we saw. So there's so many different things they could do. That this will be such a vast show, and there's going to be episodes which I'm so excited about, and there's going to be some which kind of just that I'm not too interested in talking about. So this is going to be one that's going to be really divisive, in my opinion. Coming in at number nine is going to be She-Hulk. Now the in- initial concept for the show being. What Kevin Feige said recently, like a 10 to 30 minute comedic, comedic, sometimes courtroom drama. like It just seems kind of all over the place at the minute. But the thing that gets me really excited about the show is the return of uh, Tim Roth as The Abomination. That's by far the thing that's got me the most interested. Also, the actress Tatiana Maslany, I'm, really I'm not really familiar with her at all. But I'm excited to see how they portray her character. And it's really just the character that I want to see. How she's portrayed especially being you know like the hulk but she hulk i feel like is a little more distinct in terms of you know counterparts than most other counterparts so that's why i'm excited to see this show but there's a lot of things i'm worried about like the blending of the tone number eight for me is going to be armor wars this is something that i feel we've seen too many times like tony's tech being falling into the wrong hands this will star james Rhodes, uh a roadie which is pretty cool i like his getting the lead but he's never been my favorite mcu character I might even like Terrence Howard more, and I know that's really rare to see, but like in certain situations, I prefer him. But at the same time, there's no way he would be not he would fit in an Iron Man suit, like just in terms of how his character, how he acts. But Armor Wars just seems like a more like a redundant show. I'm just happy Rhodey is getting his shine, and I think that finding the right, you know, like if they get like Justin Hammer in this, I think that would be really cool. But I hope they execute this without it feeling redundant. Coming in at number seven is going to be the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Now, initially, I actually had this a bit higher. A lot of things great about this. Firstly, James Gunn is writing and directing. That's really the only way we're going to accept this. Is that we get more of James Gunn with the gar- writing, the Guardians, mm-hmm. and then also it's confirmed that this will be sh- in the sh- this will be shot during the production of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which means that they'll kind of all be you know just fit right back in. That we shot in the middle of production. This is releasing in December 2022 because they said the Christmas before the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which released in 2023. So this is releasing in 20 on on like probably around Christmas 2022. It's obvious obviously a play on the Star Wars Holiday Special, which to be honest with you, I've never seen. I don't think I will because. But with the Guardians of the Galaxy, I'd really love to see this, and this this could be so much fun if they pull it off correctly. And I love that they're getting all the cast back. And this might be, like, one of the most just... One, one of the things that doesn't matter, but would be just so fun to watch. Number six, Miss Marvel. Now, this is a character that I'm really, really interested to see how they pull her off in the movies. Of course, the games, the recent Marvel Avengers game, not a good game, but the portrayal of Miss Marvel I actually quite liked, especially in the final game. But I'm really excited to see how they got... Team in this role like the few clips we've seen with the actress iman Vellani playing the role i feel like she really fits into this high school feeling hero kind of idolizes captain marvel but they're gonna use and but then she becomes her own hero this could be a really fun journey and i really love to see how they incorporate her into future movies like captain marvel too and i think this could be one which kind of has a similar feeling to like the more teen movies like spider man homecoming but i hope they just don't dumb it down too much as long as it's You know, right at that perfect spot. I think this could be a show that everyone's going to really love to watch, really. Kicking off, my top five is Secret Invasion. Actually, I'm going to start off with the thing that's kind of holding this back from higher. Because it's one of my favorite stories of all time. I read it a couple years ago. It's magnificent. But the thing is, I just think that a lot of the story is more fit for a cinematic movie, but since they're doing a show, I'm happy enough, but just forgetting all that, I'm so excited for this, I absolutely love the story, I love that we're gonna get more of the scrolls. I guess this is kind of the payoff for the end credits teaser of Spider-Man Far From Home, I love that we're getting Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel L. Jackson and getting to properly interact in a whole movie, and just again, of course we already got that in Captain Marvel, but I just love their banter, and it's gonna be even better in this, I'm sure of it. And I love that it's going to be, like, a little, like, a bit of a psychological thriller, you know, with people invading Earth and, you know, and just taking over all levels of humanity, whether it's S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Maybe we can see, we'll see, a lot of stuff will be going on. And I just, I just love how, like, how big this is going to be, especially, like, put into a television show. But I just hope they have the right production to be able to pull all of it off because it does get big, trust me. Number four, Hawkeye. This is definitely more of a personal one, which is why it's so high, because I've always absolutely loved Jeremy Renner's portrayal of Hawkeye. The way they've used him has annoyed me in the past, but I loved him in Avengers Endgame. He was one of the surprise standouts. Uh, Jeremy Renner was magnificent. He got a lot of the emotional... He got a lot of emotional scenes. I thought he did a phenomenal job. This show just... It's gonna be preferred for me. It's gonna be an action. It's gonna be an action show involving a person with a bow and arrow. Arrow ended over a, like nearly a year ago now, so I love that. You know, in like under a year's time, at the end of twenty twenty one, we're gonna get a new bow and arrow, a new superhero with a bow and arrow with a TV show in and Hawkeye. And I'm so happy they got Haley Steinfeld to play Kate Bishop. That's what was holding holding it down a bit last time. I just wanted it to confirm that she was in fact playing Kate Bishop and she 's phenomenal she 's a phenomenal actress, so obviously i 'm really excited that she got cast as a great character in kate bishop and i love it 's going to be kind of like a buddy cop show, kind of like my number one, but I absolutely love what they 're doing and every, every sad photo we 've seen and all of the hints we 've got is leading to exactly the type of show that I want to see. getting into my top three, we have Loki now if you'd asked me this, like over a month ago before the trailer came out, I would have been like. Loki TV show, nah, I was not too excited for it, I liked that we were getting more of Tom Hiddleston, but I was just, he's dead, let's leave him dead, and then that trailer that came out a month ago, that was the standout thing that came out for me during the Disney Investor Day, I loved how it looked, I loved the crime thriller feeling, like, it's different than normal MCU, but not so different like WandaVision to where I can be like, I can see how that's gonna be awesome. Obviously, Tom Hiddleston's returning, that's great. I love that they didn't recast him to be younger. I would have been really disappointed if it was like that because we had a lot of rumblings, and I really did not want that to happen. I love that it's going to be more of a filler show that doesn't really matter. It's going to be very episodic, you know, like altering things in American history, I'm guessing, or maybe like world history in general. And it looks like the exact show made for me, just like Hawkeye. That said, let's continue on the list. My runner-up is Moon Knight. Now, I was actually pretty frustrated that they didn't confirm Oscar Isaac last month, but in a recent post by one of the cinematographers officially signed on for the show, he confirmed that Oscar Isaac will, in fact, be playing Mark Spector, Moon Knight, and that just gets me so excited, because Oscar Isaac is, a feel, actor who has so much potential, but he hasn't really been given the right due. He got into Star Wars, and they completely did him dirty and then you know, he's been apocalypse again in like one of the worst x-men movies he's just had a lot of bad luck even though he's a great actor and we all know that by just seeing how he is and i feel like with a well-written show he's going to be phenomenal they found a showrunner who i'm not too uh, who i haven't seen any of his previous works but just oscar isaac and just the concept of the character of moon knight i'm really interested in i really want to start reading some moon knight comics because i really want to get more of this character Just from everything i've heard It seems like it's going to be a dark show that kind of tackles like mythology, and it's going to be so well developed and built. I feel that that's why it's so high on my list. But coming in at first place for me is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know if it's because we're so close to this one that I'm so excited for it, but that trailer, once again, it looked exactly like that thought I was going to look, but... And man, the production value and just everything like that. Just how much money is being put in these was really on show with that Falcon action sequence at the end where he's just flying, dodging all the missiles. And just the way that it was choreographed and shot just looks gorgeous, especially for TV. And I love it. I love Bucky and uh, Sam's dynamic. I know we're going to get more of that. The action's obviously going to be spectacular. I love that we're getting Zemo back and like with a purple mask. That's That's really great. Go back to the comics. We're getting Sharon Carter's Agent 13 back. And I just love everything they're doing, like I've already said. the this show, once again, is another one that I feel like was like just cooked like right for me. I love the idea of an action buddy cop show with these two. It's a six-episode Marvel Studios movie. That's how, it was de- that's how it was described by Kevin Feige. And all of that makes me so excited because I love these characters. I'm a massive Captain America fan, obviously. So I cannot wait to see how pretty much they continue his legacy in a way that, you know, doesn't hurt it. So with that said, thank you guys so much for listening to this ranking. What is your most anticipated Disney Plus show? Make sure to tell me under the star rating you leave if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Besides that, though, if you enjoyed please share this episode with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye.